we please give it up for the one and only Mr. Bryce Duke in the house with us tonight? <laughs> Hanging out with us tonight. Uh, Bryce, just tell the people, so I guess kind of how long have you been at PVN, and then what is your current profession? And that'll lead us into what we're talking about tonight. Cool. All right. So uh, first, I'm Bryce Duke. Some of you guys already know me. I recognize some of you guys. I used to uh, sub in our merch a little bit before I became a full-time middle school teacher at Woodland Middle in Cartersville. Um, but I am 26, turning 27 tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow is Cinco de Bryso 27. Cinco de Bryso. Cinco um, de Bryso. But uh, so I first started coming to PVN. I came here as a kid, um, but then my family left to go to my dad's old church that he had grown up at when he was a kid also. But then I started coming back again when I was in high school um, where several of my friends were coming to this same group. Um, when I was 16, I believe. So there was several of us that we were super close. We still kind of keep up with each other today. Um, so I'd like to consider myself a PVN youth group success story. Um, I loved it here when I was in high school. It's awesome. Misty and Duty and David, they've been here forever and they were here when I was a young kid like you. They, so that's true. They'll be here long after we're all gone. Yep. Too. An institution. Yes. Pillars. Lindley, can you unplug the thing? You're the man. So Bryce is here. Bryce, what do you teach at Woodland? I am a sixth grade social studies teacher. So Bryce teaches social studies. So tonight, what we want, and we've wanted to actually do this for quite some time, but we want to talk about, is it up there, Bry guy? We want to talk about uh, something that is just super chill and everybody agrees and gets along, so we're not super worried about it. Uh, so tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about politics. So when you get in the car tonight or in mom's van and they're like, what'd you talk about? Just be like, politics. It was crazy. Uh, it won't be. So we've actually talked about politics in here before. I've talked about it a little bit. You need to go back and listen to it on the podcast. Uh, it's a banger for show. But tonight, what we want to talk about is, is local politics. So not as much stuff on the, on the national level, but the stuff that doesn't get nearly as much press, but is equally as important. Um, if not more so, in a strange way. Um, I don't know. You want to jump on that? So local government... If you are a Parks and Rec fan, people say local government doesn't matter, uh, which is not true. Uh, it actually probably affects you more than the big stuff you see on TV, on the Internet and stuff. Well, the president did this, Senate did this. Local government is what really can affect you more than anything else. That's where your funding for your schools comes in. That's where paving roads comes into play, all that kind of stuff. And so it's important to stay involved with that. Now, I know since you guys are youth and not college, you are not able to vote but that doesn't mean that you can't not get involved. That's exactly right. What, uh, let's go, Tyler. Do you know what the voting age is? Nice. Who, knew, who knows what the voting age is? All right, most of you guys know. All right, one, tell me on three. One, two, three. 18. Almost. Ooh. It is 18, okay? It is 18. So, and this is part of why I want to give you guys an example, all right? Because, like, like, some of that stuff, that low-hanging fruit, is stuff that a lot of us don't even know, right? And not to, like, bash or anything, but just, like, local-level politics is stuff that influences us immensely as Christians and as just people in our city and in our state, and we know nothing about it. Like, you know nothing about how it works. We know nothing about how it works. And so we want to talk to Bryce, but there's a little bit more about So it's like, okay, Ryan, this is Wednesday night. It's youth ministry. We're supposed to talk about Jesus, like... What's going on? Come on. Like, I don't know what you kids say. Like, Ryan, this isn't hype. What's going on? So let me show you why it's hype. Brian, can you hit that first verse? So one of the verses in the Bible, we're going to do Old Testament and New Testament. So New Testament, 1 Timothy 2.12. 
Um, Bryce, do you mind reading this? I don't want to put you on the spot. First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. So there's your New Testament evidence for it, which is 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 2. And this is, and remember, Paul's talking to Timothy, who's a pastor, who works at a church, and he's telling him, you need to be involved in a peaceful way, like notice in the middle there, People for kings and all in high positions. So helping your local government, right? Understanding how to be a good citizen in your local government. Well, it's hard to be a good citizen if you don't know how. Does that make sense? If you don't know how to contribute to that process, how do you get involved in this, right? The second verse is Old Testament. Uh, this is Jeremiah. So Jeremiah 29.11 is the one that everybody knows. For I have a plan for you, says the Lord, and you put it on Instagram, and it's so cool, and which is fine. But just before that is Jeremiah 29.7, which doesn't get nearly enough press, which is super important. Bryce, do you mind? But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile, and pray to the Lord on its behalf. For in its welfare you will find your welfare. And that's Jeremiah 29.7. So in the city where you have been sent, Babylon, Assyria, wherever the Israelites were in the Old Testament, a place where stuff was going on that they didn't agree with, stuff was going, was going on that was against their religion, stuff was going on that they didn't like, and the Lord tells, this is the Lord telling them, seek the welfare of the city. Which doesn't mean that you have to openly embrace everything that's going on in the city, but you need to be a part of helping the city. Does that make sense? A part of growing the city and, and making the city a healthy place to live. Well, for us, that's at the local level, okay? Local level politics, local level church involvement, not just nationally. Does that make sense? Um, David Platt says, the light that shines the farthest shines the brightest at home. Um, so, like, it should be brightest locally. If you try to change the world and don't care about what's going on immediately around you, you're not going to change much. Does that make sense? But if your goal is to change things here, you'll change more. Before we get into it, any, any thoughts on that, Bryce? Does that make sense to you? I mean, I agree with you. It's, if you want to make an impact, especially at your age, because you guys are very young, and if you want to make an impact, there are all kinds of opportunities that you can have just right here in Rome or Adairsville or wherever you live just somewhere that's very close by because everywhere has local levels of government and there's a ton of different things you can do. I've got a couple examples. I don't know about you, but for sure, for sure. Well, let's go. So we're going to go super local, like the city of Rome, and then we're going to go state and that's where we'll leave it. Right. Just so you guys can be aware of how you can get involved. Um, so let's do a quick round of trivia before Bryce. And so this is like your favorite thing to do is trivia. Yes, where sir. do you do trivia again? Uh, well, I used to host it at Mellow Mushroom, but I play at Jefferson's now. Okay. You used to host at Mellow. That's fun. Was, is it more fun hosting at Mellow or just doing it at Jefferson's? I make more money hosting, but it's, it's fun to play. That's so awesome. <laughs> okay. Okay. So anyone in this front area, college kids included, but that's okay. And you guys don't really live here, so this is not, this is not a knock on you guys. I don't know this either. Who's the mayor in Rome? Anyone in this area? Lindley? Well, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody know the mayor of the city in which you live? It's or if you live in Adairsville or whatever, the mayor of that city. It's a woman, and her name, her first name is church-related. Oh, it is. You're right. You're right. Mary. Mm, good guess. <laughs> good guess. Good guess. 
Ruth, nice. Oh, Matthew. He is on the city commission, not the mayor. But he's not the mayor. All right, Brock Dillard. Very good. Sunday. Let's give it up for Brock Dillard and his <laughs> use, of, use of the almighty Google. So, Bryce, all right, so our mayor is who? Sorry, one more time. Sunday Stevenson. Pretty cool name. So, Sunday Stevenson is our mayor. Do you know how long she's been mayor or anything? She, I think, became mayor like last year, so she hasn't been doing it for very long. What's the rotation for mayor? Uh, I think it's every four years. Sorry, I'm putting, that, putting you on I think the it's spot. every four years. Four years, I think. Yeah, so again, like, how many of you guys know? Like the, so, the rotation for mayor is every four years, which means... If it's four years, the next time this rolls around, a lot of you guys will actually be able to vote, right? Because the voting age is what age? 18. 18, right? So something to think through. So, all right, so that's the super local. So the city of Rome, who's, so everyone on three, who's the mayor of the city of Rome? One, two, three. Sunday. Is it Stevenson? Yeah. Sunday hey. Stevenson, okay? Ask mom and dad. Ask mom and dad on the ride home. Mom, who's the mayor? Wonder if, we'll see. We'll see. Getting involved in local politics, right? All right, so Bryce, local politics, these are students. How many of you guys are 17 or 18? Raise your hand. All right. How many of you guys are 14 and 15? Raise your hand. How many of you guys are younger than 14? Raise your hand. Wow, we're young. Did I skip 16? How many of you guys are 16? Sorry. Okay, you guys feel accepted and, and wanted now? All right, here we go. So <laughs> that's, what I, that's, what, that's what we're here for. All right, so cool. Um, so we got a lot of youngsters in our crew. Some who are getting older, and some who's 18 or older, who's voting age? Okay, so not, not a, like a decent number, and all of our college kids are obviously voting age. Yay! Um, all right, so Bryce, maybe one or two ways that people can get involved at the super local level in the city of Rome and the, the county of Floyd in terms of political. Sweet. So first, if you are of voting age, it's very simple. You can vote. Wow. That's one big thing you can do. And they have primaries are actually coming up in like two weeks, I think. All right, what, are, what does that mean? So when we have our elections in November, so you usually, you think of it like in the presidential sense of where you have a Democrat and you have a Republican, but is there only one person that can run through the entire country for one party for each? No. No. There are hundreds, and it usually gets whittled down to about nine or ten. This is at the presidential level. It happens at the local level, too. But so you have what's called a primary election. You ever heard of a primary election? Some of you guys had ninth grade government. Sort of. So a primary election is where you vote before November, usually in May around this time, where or in presidential races is in February. Okay. So we talk about like Super Tuesday, if you've ever heard that term before. But so what a primary election is, is you have several different people that run. So let's say you have eight Democrats, seven Republicans. You can only have one that runs in November, but you've got to choose who you want. Mm. So usually someone, if someone votes Republican, someone votes Democrat, you, you choose one person from your party to run for you. Whoever gets the most votes out of just the people they're competing against is the person that runs for that position mm -hmm. for that side. So you're not picking from, well, there's 12 people on this side and 13 on this side, and I've got to pick one. Like That's difficult mm -hmm. for between 25 combined. Mm -hmm. So instead, you're going to say, okay, well, I'm going to vote for this person, and I hope they win. And then if not, then I can write somebody in later. But mm -hmm. So that's how you whittle it down to where you have the 1v1. So like for a Democratic primary and a Republican primary, do you get to vote? For both primaries? You can you only vote one, for one. You pick one party. You pick one party. You have to choose a partisan ticket is what it's called. And that's coming up in May? Coming up in May. So we'll, so we'll have that in 2024 presidentially. 
Mm-hmm. But surprisingly enough, for local government, they are nonpartisan. So you just kind of choose who you want out of those, and then they have the top two vote getters that go against each other. Interesting. All right. So can you? All right. So it's like, all right, cool. Maybe I want to vote. That's pretty. That's pretty fi, right, kids? That's pretty fi. Um, Very who, swag. That's pretty swag. Um, who? How, is there a way at the local level that people can find out more about what these candidates believe? Absolutely. So one thing that happens is every second and fourth Tuesday every month, the mayor and the city commission actually meet at 630 um, in the big administration building downtown. So like the big yellow building behind Jefferson's, if you're familiar with Rome on Broad Street, that's where they meet at. So you can go, and that's where they talk about the issues. You actually allow citizens to come. They have basically like an open mic where it's kind of in front of them. They're sitting up at a table kind of like this, and if you have a problem, you say, there's a dog next door that won't stop barking, and it should be illegal for it to be this loud all the time. What can you do for me about it? That's the kind of stuff that happens. Yeah. And so you can see what people are thinking, and you can also see – how these people will respond to it because that's their job they are servants of the citizens that's what they get elected for Mm. and so you can see what they're about and if somebody says well this dog won't stop barking you say too bad i hate that for you then you say i don't really like that then you can vote against them if you want to (laughs) if somebody else says i feel your pain i've got the same problem i will personally give this house a call Mm. that's the kind of stuff that happens at local government so yes it seems insignificant but those, those are things that can seriously impact your life in a positive or negative way that you maybe not even think about because small things can turn into big things. Yeah, no doubt. How Now, how often and where, one more time? So they, they meet twice a month on the second and fourth Tuesday at the administration building downtown at mm. 630. And this will be, so, so don't feel like there's going to be a quiz. You have to write all this down. But, like, we'll have this on the podcast, too, so you guys can hear that. And, and it's. I do enough teaching as it is, so I, I don't you. want to give a quiz today. So anybody, so anybody can go to these meetings? Anybody can go. It is there for, is an open forum for citizens. Yeah. So that's, they so want to be transparent with the people. Yeah. And, and, you know, it might, like, if you write, if you write a letter, like, if he doesn't even know what that is, or, like, if you send an email to, like, you know, someone at the national level, like, it may feel like this is never going to get read. Like they have people who have people who have interns who have family members who then read these letters. You know what I mean? But like at the local level, it is an immediate way for you guys, if you're concerned about something, to make contact with someone. And, and sometimes just being heard is like 90% of it. Does that make sense? Like just feeling like you've been heard and listened to is arguably as important as the issue being resolved. So... Like, that's huge, man. And stuff at the local level, because they represent just people in town, those are people that you feel like you know. Mm-hmm. Like, you could see them walking down the street. They will know you by name sometimes. Yeah. And so that's, that's pretty cool to me. Like, yeah. this person can make a difference, and they know who I am. They care about what I want. Yeah, for sure. I think that's pretty cool. Because the president, you may not ever meet the president ever in your life. There's a very select few people that can do that. But you may run into, you may have a city council person that goes to your church. We actually have our state house representative for this district that sings in our choir. Oh, yeah, that's right. All right, we'll get to that in a minute. TVD, or to be continued. All right, here we go. So that's one way to get uh, involved in local politics. Is there any other ideas that you have off the top of your head to get involved in local stuff? So you can go and hear what citizens want. You can go and hear what their issues are. But there's also all kinds of stuff, ways you can volunteer. You can go and be a poll worker if you want to do that. 
Mm-hmm. Granted, lots of poll workers are usually older. Like voting at the polls Voting at the polls. Yeah. Um, there's always kind of community service projects. There's all kinds of different things that you can do. And part of that is on their agenda and their minutes when they talk about that stuff, they talk about this stuff at those meetings. And we had several seniors at PVN last time at the presidential election who volunteered at polls around Rome for the voting stuff. And it was just volunteer, like, you know, just checking on people in line and, like, just opening doors for people. I mean, it's nothing... You don't have to be super knowledgeable to volunteer. But this is a way that you can get involved in the local process if you want to. Does that make sense? Like an easy way for someone your age to start getting familiar with the political process so that as you get older and really, and this stuff starts really deeply affecting you personally. Does that make sense? Because right now, this, I mean, it affects you, but it really affects mom and dad. Like you're kind of on the secondary end. But as you get older, you can start to have a feel for what's going on. Um, so that's local level. On top of the fact, too, that when you're going and doing this stuff, you're helping other people. And as a Christian, we're called to serve. We're called to help others, whether it's people we know, people we don't. And so, yes, you may be helping with the intention of saying, I'm going to help with local government. I'm going to help solve people's problems. But you're also serving. You're making a difference in someone's life. You're showing them Christ by doing these things for them. Mm. Yeah, man. I love it. I love it. You can give invitation wherever you're ready. Um, so, all right, so that's the, the super local level. Let's get a little bit higher now with state level to kind of end it, right? So state level um, quiz time. Anybody out here, how many senators does Georgia have? State senators. Anna Rose, what do you think? Two? All right, any other takers? Two, or, two three, 16, 10. All right, so basically a lot of numbers below 16. Uh, Matt, or Michael, sorry. Do you mean number of the senators in the state Senate or in the national? Total. Total in the state Senate. That I don't know. I think I honestly kind of was too. I don't know. I don't know that. I don't see. I don't even know that I really asked the question the right way. So how about you? Let's let Bryce kind of. So get us I out understand of this why you're saying two because in the U.S. Senate every yeah, state gets both? two yeah. to make 100 even for the 50 states. However, in the Georgia State Senate, there are 56 senators so the, so for 56. the entire state. So, so We're so a little bit smaller than the entire United States. Two senators from the state of Georgia represent Georgia to the to nation. To the United States Senate, All right. yes. And then 56 state senators help solve problems and issues in the state of Georgia. for the state of Georgia. Does that make sense? Who but, knew that, 56 in Georgia? Did you guys even know that we had state senators who solved stuff for the state? If you did, state? you paid attention in your eighth grade Georgia Studies class. Georgia Studies, baby. So, all right, so we know a state senator. State representative. There's a state senate and a state house of representatives. Oh, yeah. All right, so for the nation, right, Gus, turn around. For the nation, you have house and senate, right? But for our state of Georgia, you also have a house and senate. Does that make sense? Fill, it in, fill in the blank for me. The house of what? Good. The House of Representatives and the Senate, right? So you have that not only at the national level, but at the state level as well. And again, it's like, I'm never going to hear from my state, from my national senator, but from your state senator, it's different. And we, we actually have, so remember, you have the Senate and the House for Georgia, and we have a House of Representatives for Georgia member who actually attends our church. In yes, Mr. Eddie Lumsden. Eddie Lumsden's the guy. He wears loafers all the time. He's doing great. Um, super nice guy. He is a super nice guy. Sings He's in the awesome. choir. So we have a state senator for Georgia at our church. So let me see what else I've got here, Bryce. Or, or if you just want to go for a minute, you can. Um, 
So talk to me about the state and the house for Georgia. What do they do? What's going on? So the state and the house for Georgia is called the Georgia General Assembly, which is different from the United States Congress. Okay. But they function essentially the same, but on different kind of scales. So you have the U.S. Congress, you've got 100 senators, you've got 435 representatives for the entire United States of America. So they uh, deal with money, they have do voting stuff, all that stuff, and it could be for Alabama, it could be for Washington State, it could be for Georgia, it could be for Maine, doesn't matter, that's for all of it. The Georgia General Assembly with their 56 senators and 180 representatives is only for the state of Georgia. So okay. they are, so again, you have the local government, that makes a difference for you, of course, because that's stuff that you're gonna be dealing with every single day. At the state level, they are elected to only represent the people of Georgia. So they're gonna be making a difference in all the way from Dade County to Savannah, like mm -hmm. all the way across. So it's, again, that seems kind of small because we wanna think grand. We wanna think big picture of, hey, this is a US Senator, this is a big deal, but it's still just as important with your state government. And you can also get involved with that. I have a friend that I went to college with and he helps out with, uh, I think it's his state senator from Paulding County, and he gets to go to the Capitol all the time. Mm. Like he goes and rubs elbows with the governor, all that kind of stuff, and that's just because he got involved with his local government. Mm. Like, it can open so many doors for you. If that's something that you're interested in, and if not, you still, like I said, you're helping other people either way. You are kind of putting feet to that work. Where is the Georgia State Capitol? Atlanta, the Gold Dome. That's right. Dahlonega Gold. Have you guys been to the State Capitol? Nice. Cool. If you win state, you'll probably get to go. Um, all right. So in terms of now, tell me again, maybe we've just talked through this, but like in terms of ways to get involved and talk through. Well, when are, when are those elections for state senators and House? So they so state senators and state representatives are always up for reelection every other year, every other year. So every two years, the if if everything went just kind of crazy, you could have a completely new General Assembly with all new members in two years. Really? They have, wow. to, they have to constantly keep running. Do you know, our, and I'm just asking, are state senators, so state senators, mm -hmm. is it largely Republican? Is it Democrat? Is it partisan? So Georgia leans Republican for the most part okay. in the state house and state senate. But interestingly enough, uh, our national representatives, our two senators, are both Democrats. So, right. And that was as of 2020. So the local government is more Republican, but mm -hmm. the state government is more Democrat. Yep. Interesting. So like like already you see way like like and again, I if I said like and here's part of why so let's kind of go big picture now in terms of spiritual issues like if I talk to you guys about Marjorie Taylor Greene or Warnock or Ossoff or these guys here comes mom and dad's blood pressure like boiling here comes like you know we don't we don't talk about Warnock uh, we could do that like we don't we don't talk about these things like because everyone's gonna get mad but if we talk about like wait. Things that probably your voice will not be heard in, we care so much about, and we get into fits about. But when it comes to the local level, where your voice really does matter, like your individual voice really does matter, we know nothing about. Does that make sense? So it's kind of this like ridiculous like imbalance of the ways that you could really make a difference, you don't know anything about, I don't know anything about. But the ways that our voice really isn't heard a lot, that's the stuff we get the most upset about. And that's the stuff that's in the local news all about. Ryland, whoosh, up here, there we go. Like, that's the stuff that we know the, the least about, right? Or that we have the, the least impact about. So 
why is it important for us to look at this, Bryce, from a Christian perspective and to look at local and national politics from a Christian perspective? So at the end of the day, like, yeah, like we still are living in this world and we are trying to make a positive difference. Like, I, I think that's what Jesus did. Jesus made a positive difference in the lives of everyone around him, right? Sure. And so I actually brought a few scriptures here for it. She shall she, bro. So <clears throat> a lot of people get upset, especially about, say, well, I, I, I know it's a very popular thing, but no matter who it is, but a lot of people say, I absolutely hate the president. Like, I can't stand him. I can't stand anything he says. But at the same time, I mean, that's just what other people say. Right, right. No, I got you. And so it's important to remember that is whoever the president of the United States is, is that where we are supposed to get our hope and our joy from? I would hope not. Correct. And so Philippians 3.20 says that our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Jesus is not the president. Jesus lasts far longer than a four-year term. And so it's important that we remember that we have to remember that there is more to it than just who is in office right now. And it's also important that while we may not agree with certain things that the people that are in charge may do, that it sets an example for us that we have to be, not necessarily, I'm saying complicit's the word, but mm -hmm. there's just a certain way of doing things. Like you want to be loyal to your country. You want to be loyal to the powers that be. But ultimately, our ultimate loyalty is high above. It's, it's God, right? Mm -hmm. So... Jesus, when the Pharisees were testing him, saying, "Why, like, what do you think? Like, if you're saying your kingdom is God, then why do you think that Caesar is coming after you?" you say, well, that, "Like, why would you abide by his laws?" And he say, "He says, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, and give to God what is God's." So, you may not agree with necessarily what the government may be doing, but it's important that you're still loyal to it because there's a bigger picture at hand. There's a much more at work here, and. Is God surprised by who's in charge? No, they, they are there for a reason. This is all part of God's plan, and we need to remember that as well. Like, we can still make a difference, and maybe we are not a fan of certain policies, certain things that the government does, but we can make a difference with ourselves, and you never know what can happen. Mm -hmm. You make a difference in one person's life, and you have no idea what will happen. Mm -hmm. And that's, just, it's all, that's the example that Jesus sets for us, I feel like. Yeah, man, that's so good, Bryce. We really appreciate it, buddy. Um, so a couple things to keep in mind, right? You know, what's like, Ryan, why are we doing this? Like, what's going on? Like, one of the reasons we want to do this is, like, we want you guys to be well-rounded citizens. Like, this is part of what's called discipleship, right? Teaching you guys to orderly and kindly be involved. Like, don't you, isn't it so annoying when, like, you're trying to do something, like, on stage or on the field or whatever, and you've got people in the stands who are just like shouting or like distracting or not. And it's like, dude, you're not even involved. Why are you so loud? That's the way so many of us are when it comes to politics. Does that make sense? Why are you being so loud? You're not even really involved in this. We want you guys to have your voice heard, but heard in a way that makes sense, heard in a way that really makes an impact. And it's not on Instagram, sorry. It's not on Facebook, sorry, mom. It's not on those things. Like, it's, in, it's being involved in things that you can get involved in in the local level, voting at the national level, um, being responsible in terms of, Bryce, do you know, and again, I apologize for putting you on the spot here, um, like if students here, and 
you know, whatever. If students here are curious as to would I agree with this candidate, this candidate's Democratic, this candidate's Republican, I think I know what I believe in terms of this, but I'd love to maybe take a quiz for myself to see where I lean on things. Does that make sense? Is there a, way, a place online they can go to, like, take an anonymous test to see kind of where they stand on, like, how should they vote? So there are several different websites. All you'd have to Google is, like, American political leanings test, stuff like that. But also, if you're undecided about a specific candidate, if I don't know what this person believes. I don't know if I would agree with them. There is a fantastic website called Ballotpedia.com. Ballotpedia, like Ballotpedia. Wikipedia. Yes, Wikipedia, but it's ballot instead of wiki. And they have everything from presidential race down to uh, representative. I think they even have some local government stuff as well where it has their name, has their picture, has what party they belong to, um, and it'll post their stances on issues. Cool. So it could say everything from like gun control, um, different kinds of stuff, and it'll say this candidate agrees with such and such, this candidate disagrees with such, and you can literally compare them side by side. Mm, so if you. you're trying to say, well, if I'm making a pros and cons list and this guy has more checks than this one, Right. And it puts it right there for you, nice and fancy. There's just easy ways to make informed decisions. Does that make sense? There's easy ways to just learn more about what you're voting for than just voting. We'll link this in our podcast. So like in your podcast app, just go down to show notes and we'll link to Ballotpedia so you guys can check it out. Does that make sense? Anything you want to leave us with? And for me being here, especially as, a, as an educator, I'm around kids your age every single day. And it breaks my heart that so many of us are so just like, we, we don't really take the time to think. We don't take the time to figure out for ourselves what we think would be best. We listen to what other people say, and especially with, I know you guys are on the internet. You're on Instagram, you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter, you're on all that stuff. And it could, especially with politics, it's a very hot-button issue. And I'm sure you've seen that people on the internet, especially with strangers, really talk to each other very nicely about stuff like politics, don't they? <laughs> Definitely not. And so with this, I feel like it's important to be able to kind of understand, like, this is where I am deciding these things for myself. I don't want what someone on some stranger on the Internet tells me. I don't want someone to just shove something in my mouth and say, you better do this. It's for you to be able to make those decisions yourself because you guys are the future. You are growing up in this world. It's a crazy world. Sure. And it's important that you're able to actually find the truth for yourself. Word. I love it. Uh, can we thank Bryce? Appreciate it is you, an absolute honor to be back here.